G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK Adam. Thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning podcast that is sometimes about neighbours. I am your host of sorts, JK, and today, as always, I have Adam with me. All right. And if you are a Patreon, you can see on the video now that we have the same colour hoodie on today. Completely unplanned. We didn't play this. I've, I only got this the other day. It's super comfy. I'm very, it's like my new favorite thing to wear. It's a very comfy hoodie. Uh, I've never owned a red hoodie in my life. The one day that I think, oh, I'm going to put a red hoodie on today is the same day Adam decides to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we both went, I'm not changing. So <laughs> there you go. This is what you've got to deal with. It is red hoodie day today on the podcast. If you're just listening to this on the audio, uh, this means nothing to you. Uh, we are wearing red hoodies. There you go. But if you if you do want to see us in our matching red hoodies, then you can subscribe to our Patreon for just one pound a month. It's not much, that is it, Adam? It's pretty good. It's pretty good for one pound. People are doing month. it as well. People are jumping on probably because we've started doing more content on there. Yeah, because we started trying this year. Yeah. <laughs> but what you can get for your one pound a month is you get early access to the podcast, so it's out Thursday night. Before any other neighbours podcast. Don't, um, so if you do that and you get it Thursday night and everybody else just gets it on Friday, don't go and fucking spoil it for people. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be really, that'd be really mean and unnecessary. Like keep it to yourself, have a little laugh yourself. Um, and then when your friends listen to it, then have a laugh and a joke about it. Don't go and spoil it for them because we don't like that. We're not a fan of spoilers on this show. No, and there's, there's too many fallen going around recently. It's it's an absolute minefield trying to judge spoilers these days. Uh, so also for your Patreon as well, you get the video version of this early as well. So like you said, you can see us in our matching red hoodies. I uh, want to give a shout out to new patron, Nicholas Carey, this week. Thank you very much. for Thanks, Nick. Yeah, it's really cool that you chose to support us and you want to see this stuff. Uh, there some more bonus content coming soon. Uh, I don't know if you saw on the socials the other day, on the Neighbourhood Rewatch socials, I did get an, a, a belated Christmas present off a friend, uh, which is the Neighbours card game. Uh, we, Me and Adam are going to play a game of that at some point. Need to figure out how we're going to do that, though. I don't think we can do that over, because you will need the cards as well. Unless I shuffle half, drop around, drop them around. Oh, no, because we'll need to pass them back to each other, won't we? We're going to have to be in the same room. So what we'll organise to play this game... Um, is some we've never done it before is actually recording this podcast in the same room um, yeah, none of never... us really what I do um, <laughs> but we, we might have to do it for the purpose of this game we will see yeah so some good little bonus content coming for you as well uh, last week we had our Madame Zolga predictions what we think is going to happen in 2024 and then we'll see if we're right in the start of 2025 with the Nabans I feel like we you you advertise the neighbors so much on this fucking podcast. It's I'm not like they do listen, but like we're not we're not here to sell their shit. We're here to sell ours. Stop fucking picking up everybody else. Like if you, if you want to buy our shit, 
you can go to our Redbubble uh, and you can buy our shit. We've got our logo on there. We've got some Neighbours related stuff as well. Personally, my favorite is the Neighbours 535 shirt. Done in the old Austin 316 style shirt. What's your favorite bit of merch, Adam? Um, I like the Neighbours that we've got on there. <laughs> Like, it's pretty good on Redbubble because you can get the design. So you get the design and you can pretty much put it on anything. So that's pretty cool. Uh, go and buy it. It's show your love and appreciation for the Neighbourhood Rewatch. What we were thinking as well, we've got this idea from the Coastal News podcast, which we will talk about in a second, I imagine, because we plug everyone else um, as well on this show, apparently. Um, <laughs> so they did a giveaway on their socials, which was a cool idea. Um, I didn't enter it because I don't want a fucking home and away mug. But we might, we're going to do the same, aren't we? We thought, oh, we'll have a bit of that. We'll nick that idea. And we are going to do a bit of a giveaway. Also, um, you didn't really, you wanted to kind of gloss over this fact, but I'm not going to because that's, that, they're the two roles we play on this fucking show. Um, we can't send it to fucking Australia, Canada, or America. It has to, like, if you win, you've got to be in the UK because the postage is fucking crazy. Um, yeah, so- it's a mug. It'll definitely get fucking smashed. So <laughs> you it, you can enter. You're all welcome to enter. But just so you know, it's not technically a fix, but someone from the UK will win that mug. <laughs> yeah, apologies in advance, Topher. And they will really live weird. within 10 minutes of my house, probably. <laughs> <laughs> So, congratulations to my mum, who has won <laughs> a fucking mug. No, you brushed, you brushed this podcast on the carpet. Your mum doesn't know this happens because you swear too much. No, she knows She knows we do the podcast. She just doesn't listen to it. <laughs> why, why would she? She doesn't, she doesn't like neighbours. Um, <laughs> or me. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. Giveaway coming up. Do you want to talk Give about the news battle thing? Because Yes. Well, we, this is all admin shit. Sorry, we should have said this is the admin part of the show. Everyone knows by now this is the admin stuff. You know, if you don't like this bit, you can skip. I always put it on what time we actually start talking about neighbours. I think so. some people just tune in for this bit because they don't really like My mum would probably listen to this bit. She's just not bothered about <laughs> the neighbours stuff. And then they go, all right, okay, after 19 minutes, I better dip out because they start yeah. talking about neighbours. Chances are, like, you, you might have got to Asda by then anyway, so you've listened to it, don't worry. <laughs> so, yes, we have got another podcast out this week. Uh, is an ongoing battle with Coastal News. Uh, so- Sophie and Sai, who watch Home and Away episodes, uh, we have done a battle this time over the best villains. Voting is live right now. So if you haven't already listened to the podcast, and then you can go and vote, for who you think is is the best Aussie soap villain. We brought four of ours. They brought four of theirs. And I think the first round of voting is till end of Friday night, I think. It's it's a knockout situation. So we could... Do you know what could happen? I thought about this on the way home. We cool. could have a clean sweep. We In the first round, we could knock out every single Home and Away character. Technically, that could happen. However, that it won't happen. because they really want to win this time, and they're posting a lot of fucking stuff. They have got <laughs> carried away on, or they're off work or something because they are posting a lot of shit at the moment. Um, good luck to you. You obviously feel like you need to do that in order to win. Um, <laughs> I've already voted. I voted for all our four people because why wouldn't I? I imagine you voted for all four of ours as well, and they voted for for all four of theirs. That's how we've done it. 
Um, but you can all vote. It'll be pretty cool um, to see what happens. And yeah, the voting's going to continue. And then we'll find out which Aussie soap has the best villains. That is this month's category. And then we are currently in talks with them over next month's category as well. And that'll be coming about middle of February as well. So pretty good, I think, that we are working so hard and trying to get like extra podcasts out when some other podcasts don't even put out one. So there you go. Well done us for having a go. Yeah, a little pat on the back there for ourselves. Yeah. Hardest working people in, in, in Neighbours podcasting us too. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Neighbours? I suppose we're going to have to, aren't we? Really? Uh, first storyline I want to talk about this week, because it was the cliffhanger last week. Oh. Uh, it's Krista. Uh, last week, she walked in on Leo, absolutely slagging her off rotten. Yeah. And she sucks off to the coffee shop. She's heard a complete uh, dressing down of her of her personality in a personal situation, and she's not wanting to hear any more of that. So she sucks off the coffee shop. <laughs> Leo comes in, completely fucking unaware that she's heard any of this. He just bounds in with his kid after screaming at Sadie. Bounds in and goes, "You're right, Krista. Want to go to the park?" And she's like. No, dickhead. I've just heard you fucking screaming at Sadie and slagging me off and calling me a scaghead. So I think I'm all right. And I don't know if I admire this at this point. Leo just goes, oh, yeah, sorry, you heard that. But have I told you about uh, Isla's dead mom? Oh, and he, he, just, he, he yeah. pulls that card straight yeah, out yeah. and goes, that's going to trump anything you've got to say to me right now. Yeah. Um because there is no like, there is no way Krista should give him the time of day here. She she has heard everything he said, and it's horrible. Like what he said to this to this woman who's recovering and trying her best, and thought this guy liked her, and he's really trying to turn her life around, and he's preggers, and has been through a, some traumatic experiences yeah. to be absolutely rinsed by this guy. Um. She should be, she, I thought she was going to react a lot differently. I thought she was going to kick off and whatever. Um, and she's just like, yeah, whatever. I just thought I'm not really interested because I heard what you said. And then he pulls out the dead wife, not literally, but like, like the excuse. Of the <laughs> dead wife. Um, and she's got straight away. She's like, uh, I still don't know. I don't think that excuses it, though. I don't think that excuses it. Oh, it's a completely different... It doesn't make sense. Like, if someone's got a dead wife, that's awful. But then that isn't an excuse for calling her a crackhead. Like, no, it didn't... It was... Nah, it didn't really work for me. And (sighs) he proper scammed her here, I think, with this. Yeah, I think he took advantage, really, because she is... Addiction is an illness. Like she's she's got an illness, which is addiction. Let's not forget as well, she was probably being drugged by Eden. Okay. Like she, she was being kind of forced on these drugs. So yeah, she was in a really vulnerable place. For him to kind of pull out that card and go, Oh, feel sorry for me. This is why I acted terribly. This is why I slagged you off behind your back. Well, and then well, well, bare face to you to act like nothing had happened. Well, it's it's basically is my excuse for acting like a dickhead. But no, you're still dickhead, so no. Um, 
I'm glad not I'm the fan of this. And straight, like I know people were like liking this, like these two. No, I now don't at all. And then eventually, so they have a bit like it gets sorted out, and they end up having a kiss or whatever. And I thought, okay, that's that's quite a long way um, in a short space of time from calling her a crackhead last week. Like, okay, they've kissed now and they're going to give this a go. I thought, oh, I'm not sure I'm on board with how far that's gone so quickly. No. Then they started shagging, and I was like, right, so, and now they're a couple, and they, and it's not just a one-off, and they're doing the cuddle in the morning, breakfast in bed, all that bullshit. No, this, too much, too soon. Krista can now do, now Krista is another character on this show that I think can do better than the man that she's been lumbered with. I'm sick of this shit going on. Maybe it's just petty jealousy. I don't know. But a lot of the men aren't really stepping up on this show, and I feel bad for a lot of the women. You know what? It ain't just petty jealousy, because I, Therese can do better than Toadie as well, and I haven't really got much interest in her, if I'm being honest. So come on. The yeah. men are dicks on this show. and But they get away with it. They're all getting away with it. It's dr- getting away with it. Up. <laughs> I feel like I've been getting away with it for a long time as well. But... You have. I never get away with it. That's why I'm so angry. <laughs> yeah, no, it. if I'm honest, it's made me lose a lot of respect for Krista because, because like, I watched that episode and I was kind of, I was, I was on the way home and I'm like, am I just not, not like a forgiving person? Like, because if someone had said that to me behind my back and then kind of just acting like nothing had happened, I'd be like, nah, fuck that person. I'm, I, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. Like, am I too quick to cut ties or? No. And I is, think. Is it problem me? This is. All right. So I don't think you are. Um, I've, I think you've given numerous people longer and extra chances than they deserved. Okay. okay. Are we allowed to talk about your ex-wife on this show? <laughs> Put that out if you want. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I don't think you are. What I this is my. We've said on this show that we are here if neighbors, writers, producers, directors need us for any uh, consultation regarding storylines and things like that. We have said that in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a storyline or a some scenes that happened this week that I could not have done any better than what was done on Neighbours this week. I never would have thought of doing it, and they did it, and I wouldn't have, but it was fucking brilliant, and I I really enjoyed it. I never would have done that, so fair play to Neighbours. However, the one thing that I would change on Neighbours, if I was, if it was like, you can change one thing about Neighbours, what would you fix? Um, I would fix the time thing where they do they rush things through too quickly and everything happens too fast and it makes things not make sense. And here's the thing with this Krista and Leo thing. If they'd stayed falling out for a little while where she couldn't like accept what he said and kind of went, no, this guy's a prick now. I thought he liked me. I'm struggling with all this. Then I'm going to get myself right now. Not for him, for me, damn it. And all that kind of stuff. But then maybe a few months down the line, he did something and he met up again and he rekindled it and sorted it out. I would have been fine. However, he's just taught, like you, your words were, he gave her a big dressing down. Mm. They shouldn't have then 
dressed each other down, got naked and shagged 10 minutes later. No. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was less than 24 hours, wasn't it? It's so bad, that. And that is the one thing I would change about Neighbours. It is the time thing. You can let things play out and they have more impact, I think. Um, and it doesn't seem so fucking ridiculous. So I've got a question for you, host Ooh. of sorts. That is the one thing I would change. What is the one thing, if you were given that one wish from a fucking genie, what would you change about Neighbours? One thing. One thing that, oh, you have put me on the hot spot here. That's what I do sometimes. You do. Uh, what would I change about neighbors? I don't, I don't think they get about enough. What do you mean? I, they just hang around the same. And I understand why, because you need to build sets. But, well, it's because they're fucking neighbors as well, right? True. But, I don't know. I just spend, I think they they spend too long in the same old haunts. You want them out and about a bit more. I want them out and about a bit more. Yeah, and I understand okay. the budgetary reasons that, but like, I want to see more road trips. Not not fucking green screen road trips. Uh-huh. No more of that. But I want to see him out and about a bit more. Like I loved it last week when Byron was just in the park. That was great. I was going to say. I think. Maybe not for like first few weeks or month, or the first month or two or whatever. I think new chapter. I do get a sense that they're gonna try and do that a little bit. Like you say, out at the park, Nicolette went to that like Yakatomi yeah, Plaza or whatever. I like that. Get them out a bit more. Yeah, it's get out and about. Make it feel a bit like the world feel a little bit kind of bigger. Okay. Than it is because sometimes it is just the same old places and. Like Australia, I don't know if you know this. Australia's a big fucking place. It's true. Uh, I have also struggled with the the geography of neighbours, if that makes sense. So like, Australia, right, is a whole not, other country than where we are. No, I um, mean, like I've no, and I'm sure someone will know this. And if you do, please, uh, please let us know. I don't understand, like, how far Lassiter's is from Ramsey Street, for example. Oh, so you mean like? Yeah, like, I don't... Is Local it just around geography. the corner? Is it 10 minutes away? I don't understand the geography. I, I liked it on the flashback week when we saw uh, Holly and uh, and Eden just kind of chilling on the street walk up to it. Yeah. I was, like, I just like seeing, like, the, the kind of wider world of it. It's a bit like when you play a video game and, like, the map's all, like, hidden at first, and then you you find a different route to get somewhere. You want to open up the map a little bit more? Yeah, a little bit, and just right. to kind of understand that geography. Uh... Side question after what you've just said there. Sorry, everyone who wanted to just hear about the, the episodes this week. Um, <laughs> if if they were to do a Neighbours open world video game, <laughs> oh, look at his little eyes light up there. Holy shit. Oh, so while, while we're on it, if you are like a computer game developer or just like a, if you are a member of Rockstar Games and you, you're thinking of just changing the latest GTA, like pretty last minute, um yeah like an open world neighbors game um who are you playing as you're playing as like just you like a random character who's been transferred can you be anybody on neighbors with their own separate backstory and things going on or are you picking a character on neighbors that you can be no i'd like to be me on neighbors okay. i'd like i'd like to, if if they did make if they did make grand theft neighbors <laughs> that's what they call it <laughs> gtm <laughs> GTM. I would love it. Just be me. 
And then you yeah. just interact with everyone else. And you're like, yeah, you've moved in on the street or you've moved on the street over or something. And yeah, you're just getting about the wider Erinsborough bit and just like nicking the drinks to Diva's van and stuff and smashing it into a wall. I think you've got to get like a job. I'd have it like it so it's a bit like, yeah, GTN sounds cool and everything, but almost like The Sims as well, where you've got to kind of yeah. live on Ramsey Street or something. Yeah, and, and you're, like, you're like, oh, shit, I, I need a job. And you've yeah. got choice of cafe, newspaper round, or working for Toady. I think those are the only three Wasters, jobs. Wasters, Yeah. I mean, like, Lasseter's would be the easy one. That's the obvious one to get. Like, you can yeah, just but Lasseter's, you start as a fucking bellhop and then you go up to, like, the penthouse. Yeah, true. And then if there's, like, a side quest where you've got to kind of seduce Crystal's, Krista Sinclair and then you've got to kind of, like... There's all possibilities. Who do we know who can sort this out? I don't know. We'll get on it. We'll get on this. We'll get on this. Uh... <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. Actual Neighbours is fucking boring. It wasn't this week. Actual Neighbours this week had some good stuff in it. Midweek, you sent me a message saying, quite enjoying it this week. It's weird, but I'm enjoying it. Why did you say it was weird this week? That was like middle of the week you sent me that. I don't know. Things didn't go the places I thought they would go. What places did you think they were going to go? What storyline do you want to talk talk about next? Because Krista and Leo are currently getting it on. We're not a fan of it, but there you go. Such is life. What um what what storyline you got next? Okay, one that I did not see coming at all was David and Aaron. Okay, so this I mentioned earlier, I would have never wrote this. No. This would not have been my idea. Um, and you know, we I'll hold my hands up and say. Could not have done this any better than Neighbours did it because I did. I, yeah. it, it it was so weird and didn't really need to be there at all. But they just fucking went for it, and I was with them. It was fine. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it, this this really served no wider story well, at all. Which, when you've only got twenty minutes a day, seems a bit wasteful, really, when you think about it. But I'm so fucking glad they did this. Because it was so fun. It was um, so fun. But it's it's not wasteful because if you're if it's a continuous soap, a drama, we haven't got a schedule. It's this is gonna run forever. Because we're like, that's the whole part of a soap. It runs forever. We don't have to be anywhere. We're not in any rush. Let them spend a day shagging on the kitchen table. It's fine. <laughs> Whoever wrote this is a big fan of um Aaron and David, by the way. Who just yeah. thought, you know what? I'll have a bit of this this week. <laughs> it was, oh, it was, uh, I didn't think I'd, I'd get away with some of the stuff they got away with. No? I th- I don't know if this is because they're on streaming now. Uh, but yeah, this was, this was very racy. Indeed. Uh, so David and Aaron decide that the, David's fucking around with the drinks Steve's van because he part owns this. And he's just dicking around, like chucking, juggling oranges around. And then Aaron's like, oh, I can make cocktails. I've got a job at the water roll. I can make them better than you. And David's like, no, fuck off. I've got a drink Steve's van. Yeah. I can make And he's like, right, let's settle this. Cocktail off. Cock off at home. Let's go. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, that's fun. You then don't expect him 
the next scene to be half naked, just fucking pouring cocktails down each other's mouths. So that was the rules. They were playing the game, and they were saying like, if I if I do it better than you, then then you have to take something off. We've all we've all played strip cocktail making before, right? Come on, this is not a new game. So they're playing that, and yeah, I I, I agree in the sense that I wasn't ready for it to kind of go all the way. Mm. And I, I, I wasn't also expecting to be so glad that they did. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, your life took a different turn this week, hasn't it? Yeah, you know. Why not? <laughs> it was proper good fun, wasn't it? It was just good fun. It was they really, were both really good, good fun. fun. Aaron, we've said we've liked before because he is good fun and he gets put in some of the comedy storylines and he can do a yeah. bit. David, we haven't really liked. He's yeah. been very judgy and miserable and they've done, I don't like Paul, he's a mean daddy and all that kind of stuff. Like now he's like Aaron B the mean daddy, which and it's a whole different kind of meaning to it. <laughs> and he was good fun, and I'm glad to see we're seeing this this David, who I've not yeah. really experienced. Whenever I've watched the show, he's always been fucking miserable. So it's good that we get to see him doing the fun stuff. Question: Are they doing this for another reason and not just the gratuitous mm-hmm. nakedness uh yeah i mean we don't want to do spoilers here but there's rumors flying around about something and i think this is here now to service something it makes something happen that may happen later on all right so we Even don't do spoilers worse. However, if you're listening to this shit, you probably also go on the internet. So um, you, you, you it, probably yeah. and like neighbours and know what's going on. We try and dodge spoilers. Other people love them. People do like them. People want to know what's going to happen next. So um, if you don't want to hear this very brief spoiler, turn off now for probably about two minutes. Or fast forward two minutes. Just hit that 30-second thing a couple of times. Um, so if David dies... <laughs> Um, I I get why they're doing it because they're making us like him now before he goes. However, yeah. and this that's the rumor, by the way, that is the rumor. Yeah, um, wouldn't it be good and wouldn't it be better and wouldn't be wouldn't it be a great swerve if Aaron dies? That is my that is my prediction for the Madame Zolga. Aaron dies instead of David. Yeah, yeah, that was my prediction last week. I think you're full of shit. Um, because <laughs> people like him at the moment more than David. You gotta kill someone who people care about. Um, so that would be pretty cool if they did that. It wouldn't because yeah. I like Aaron. But it would be a good swerve, better than some of the other swerves they've done earlier. Yeah, that would be a very good swerve indeed. Uh but yeah, I think they're showing them happy now to to really make it hurt later on. I don't think they've given it enough time again though. No, no, no. But I remember that time he got naked and shagged on the on the kitchen table. Oh, he's dead. Not enough for me, I'm afraid. I'd love it, like if one of them just kind of has a little montage looking back at one of them is just getting fucking ploughed on the kitchen oh, table. This- no, see, you've killed, <laughs> and you've killed it, and you've killed it. There we go. <laughs> Awful behaviour. Just some Sorry, sad everyone. piano music. <laughs> you are cheap in everything, aren't you? <laughs> so they do get caught on the kitchen table by Jane. That's excellent as well, by the way. Yeah, that was excellent. And then they, because they're kind of, they're finished by this point, I think. They're, they're, they're post like having a cuddle after. They're having a yeah, cuddle. they're doing the cuddling bit afterwards. Uh, 
I've heard yeah. sometimes that happens. I mean, I've... yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say for concerts, that's when you usually go on a taxi, Adam. Yeah, I'll stick around. <laughs> that's fine, but. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so they scurry off. Uh, I like the fact that he had to use a picture of Guy Pearce just to, to cover up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was all lots of fun. And they just fuck off. They're like, right, oh, we can't face Jane. Let's go get some chips at the pub. <laughs> yeah. They don't, cl- they don't like clean up. I don't mean like the, act, like, just like the glasses and the cocktails and everything. The fruit they leave it all for Jane. They just left Jane to tidy up ev- everything. <laughs> and she's there scrubbing away with like the, Anti-bacteria, whatever. Yeah, the D10. Get it all going. <laughs> I just love I love the fact that they just fucked off and just got chips. I've well, never... like... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I like that because I do like Aaron. He is one of my favourites. And then for so... So there was that that storyline that they, they didn't need doing the cock off and everything. And then they decided that Aaron would just be obsessed with chips for no no real reason. I mean, some sometimes you you are hungry afterwards and you want some chips or something. But at one point, one of the waitresses walks past with a plate of chips and Aaron just kind of follows it like that. <laughs> it's the holy grail of chips. It's so good that they decided to do that because they didn't have to. No, good stuff. I've never had chips after after that. I, I'm going to try and have chips what after this thing next time. Say. I've never gone. Oh, that was great. Could murder some fucking chips right now. Chips are good at any time of the day, though. But yeah, I'm going to try and do that when whenever that happens again. I'm going to try and go to the chippy afterwards. No, you won't. You know why? Because you think it is dangerously expensive at the chippy. So there's no way you would do that. You'd be like, oh, no, but maybe you you might be surfing that post-sex high and you will spend about eight quid on a fish and some chips. No, no, the, the chippy name, where I live now, the chippy name is is very reasonable indeed. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, not the chippy that I used to live near me, which did nearly fucking bankrupt me because I wanted some, a chip muffin once. Chippies is, chippy is expensive. It is. But, you know, I think in this day and age, the one near me is quite reasonable. Uh, so, yeah, I will hopefully be trying that in the near future. Well, yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> you get some chips out of it, why not? <laughs> I'll share them. <laughs> just in case you think I wasn't just going to have them myself. I don't want your sex chips. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Jane Jane has to clean up, and I'd be fuming if I was Jane. I don't know oh, why she. I don't know why she's not more angry about this. She's like, like she's cool with them living there, and like you, you're gonna expect that at some point. Like you're gonna walk in on them doing or done something. But the fact they just get off and don't even attempt to clean, and she just does it anyway, is a bit. Well, they're not her kids. No, like, not that that's fine. But they're not even in her. They're not her family, which again isn't fine. They're just guests in her house who've just been doing it in the kitchen and left it everywhere. That's awful behaviour. It is. Jane should be more mad about this. Uh, but maybe because she's got other stuff. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's move on to that stuff. Uh, the conclusion of David and Aaron is like, oh, should we buy our house back so we can fuck on the kitchen top again? Right, this book doesn't make any sense. So, And the reason they've got for this is Aaron says to him, come on, we're both working. <laughs> yeah, um, you are, but I refuse to believe that the two of you, her, one is a, a part-time, only-just-got-the-job bartender, and the other is 
a drug babysitter of one person. I know that person is a, a millionaire. Um, and I refuse to believe that this means you can just buy probably half a million pound house yeah. in Ramsey Street. Just like that. Just like that, yeah. And Leo's not... because I, So from what I understand, it was their house. They sold it to Leo when they fucked off a year ago. Yeah. And then Leo's like, yeah, you can just... So he had the ready money to buy it. And then he's and then they're just like, oh yeah, I'll just sell it back to you for the same same. So same is this price the house yeah. where the shared house? Yeah, this is the share house. They yeah, Leo owns the share house. That was David and Aaron's house. So and then so he, they say to Leo, oh, can we buy back the house? And Leo's like, yeah, you can probably buy back the house. No one's told the people who live in the fucking house. Yeah, no one's mentioned this to Haz or Mark or Byron. Where are no beds going? Because they, I mean, they say, to, oh, they say, oh, fair, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be sad if most of them left. Yeah. We'll get to that. I'm quite looking for. I, I would look forward to that storyline actually because they said, "Oh, how long's the lease left him at three months?" Like I would enjoy a bit of a. Oh shit, we've got three months to find somewhere to live. What do we do? I would enjoy that a little bit. Uh, I just think that like they'll just move in with Carl and Susan. Yeah, probably. Yeah, someone yeah. will. Because everyone else. Someone does. will. Yeah, so maybe Jane has got other stuff in her mind. Fucking hell, he gets his notebook out. That was his notebook, everyone, with his fucking <laughs> notes in it. So turn over to the next page. It's like, I know people think this is completely improvised. My stuff is. Your stuff is. <laughs> Mine is meticulously written down. Uh, so, yeah, Nicolette still got Veronica on a case. Uh, she goes to Paul and she's like, listen, Veronica's still on my case. And Paul's like, yeah, she is, but... I reckon it's for a different reason. I reckon you're not being a hundred percent true about what you're saying. You're saying you tried to, you know, entice this priest, but I think there's something more going on. Is he a priest? Yeah, he was like the he ran the church. So I'm sure that's who runs churches, right? Priests. I don't know. I'm not up on like hierarchy of churches and stuff. I don't know if he was a priest. He couldn't have been a priest because he's married to Veronica. Can priests not get married? I don't know the difference, to be honest with you. This is where we show that we're fucking ignorant bastards. <laughs> don't really know. I'm not sure if they've ever said he's a priest or whether he was just a member of this church. Oh, I thought wrong. he was like... I don't know. Like a pastor I'm sure or something. Pastor could... Yeah. Could be, I, don't I, I, again, I don't know. Like, I don't know like the military stuff either. Like, What's the difference between like colonel and lieutenant and... Sergeant. It's just the hierarchy, isn't it? It's one that yeah, but I don't know what that is, though. I don't know how that in works. Well, as we spoke last week, you don't know what beats what in a poker game, do you? So you have you have a little bit of trouble with this kind of what beats what kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I don't know what beats what in this occasion, but from the impression you I know got about this... rock paper scissors, right? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I know about rock paper scissors. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I'm in the impression he was like pretty high up in this church. He was like the main guy right. uh, in the church, and he showed an interest in Kiri. And then Nicolette was like, "No, I'm going to expose this guy. Uh, I'm going to do that by catfishing him, basically." Uh, but yeah, Paul thinks there's something more behind it. And when Paul's got a hunch like that, more often than not, he's right, isn't he? Why would he, he think it is? He's, he's just like you're not telling the entire truth there. You say oh. you just. You're just saying you sent some dirty message and said you want to shag, and that was the end of it. And he's like, nah, there's more there. That's never the end of it, I find. No. Uh, 
Isla goes missing at the jumble sale. Which everyone's like, well, Veronica did it. She nicked her because Isla is found at the police station with a book called The Games We Play. Yep. And Nicolette's like, oh, it's definitely Veronica. Yeah. Um, Isla, bless her, says, yeah, this nice lady told me to, to, yep. to come. I mean, to it is Veronica back. at this point, but then I think a different writer wrote the next episode. <laughs> they, they make it clear that it is obviously Veronica in every possible way. And then they yeah. just go, uh, nope, wasn't. She just walked off. Here's the CCTV. So why did Isla say a nice lady took her and why was there a dodgy book? Different yeah, writer. So, made no sense. I don't know. Again, I'm having to do gymnastics here to, to try and link the two together. So you could argue that Veronica purposely like led her but from afar, like like away from the, the range of the CCTV and was like, come over here, come over. Yeah, kind of thing. Like just waving. It's unnecessary bullshit though, isn't it? Well, yeah, like we shouldn't have to be connecting the dots that no. much. Uh, so Nicolette tells Jane what happened and Jane's like, right, let's go fucking see this Veronica. Starts giving it the big gun and shows up and to be honest, does nothing. She absolutely shits herself, I think. When she realizes how tall this girl is and would she would absolutely fucking nail her in one. The eyebrows. Told you this before, yeah. the fucking eyebrows. It, like, so Nicolette tells a mum and a mum comes to tell off this other girl. So that's essentially what happened. <laughs> I'm telling my mum. And then a mum well, then, turns up and goes, stop being horrible to my daughter. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, well, then Veronica is, is not intimidated by Jane at all. No, because Jane's just this, like, like, mousy lady who's like, you, we'll tell the police. You're being mean. Call yeah, and Veronica's like, well, tell the police done nothing wrong, dickheads. Prove it, dickheads. Yeah, prove it, dickheads. And they can't, their fucking police can't prove it. Uh, so, because, so just before that, they're like, oh, maybe, the, you know, we'll tell David and Aaron a bit what's happened, but let's not tell them right now. They're going to the car, sexy flyers everywhere, sexy leaflets of Nicolette in... Yeah. The lingerie that was at the hotel the other week, the sexy uh, red lingerie. Well, I imagine, it, was, I imagine it wasn't the same. I imagine it was just an older set of red lingerie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same stuff, but the you know, the brand or whatever that she yeah. bought. Is that why we're wearing red today? Is Subconsciously, that, maybe. Subconsciously, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's, you know, they, you know, they say there are no accidents. Subconsciously, we've both chosen sexy red hoodies for each other. There you go. <laughs> um... I have a couple of issues with this. Go on. Um, she looked great, mm. but they weren't that bad, were they? Like, no, there's no nipple. Like, you, you can't like, see a nipple. Like in today's, like she was wet, like that could have been an advert from a catalogue for. Yeah, that could be Ann Summers. It wasn't advert. anything bad or dodgy. It could have been. Yeah, it was the lingerie, but it could have been like a bathing suit or whatever. It wasn't that bad. Um, mm. They were everywhere, which was a bit... It's not nice, of course it's not, um, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Um, I also, when this was happening, couldn't help but spot um, our favourite, um, what do you call it, someone who's a proper dodgy guy who looks at like photos all the time. Pervert. Yeah, I'm glad um, you spotted this as well. Was there, and he so so he looked, has his hair. We, obviously, last time he had 
We've got to be careful there because I feel like I'm saying obviously a lot, which is a bit worrying. Um, <laughs> has last time had the Mackenzie photos that fell out of the book and then he was looking mm-hmm. at them and Carl caught him and Holly, Holly found out, but he had the photos. Yeah, he finds one this time on his car or whatever it was and he looks at it and they even left this in, which I don't know if they meant to do. He looks at the photo, looks at Nicolette, looks back at the photo and kind of oh, keeps yeah, yeah. it for himself. He does. He's like, you can see in his head going, I'm fucking, ke- I'm wanking over this later. Yeah, that's going, that's Great going way. in the bank. And like, yeah, he was, he was about to put that in his pocket until he realizes Nicolette's watching him. He never throws it away though. You, no, you, know, you never see him go, oh my God, that's hand, And then he like gets in his car or walks off or whatever he does. He keeps that photo. Yeah. He, that photo has been laminated already. I can guarantee it. Like, <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do with this guy. We'll, we'll talk about his little story in a bit. But the, why put that in if you don't want people to think he's dodgy? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's he's... It's so weird. I'm glad you noticed that as well because I, I didn't know if I'd imagined that bit at all and just because the conversations we had last week. I spotted that and then also, so they t- they start like getting all the pictures. We can't have these. Uh, Byron's yeah. helping and he's obviously her, sis, his, her brother. Yeah. And, but then he does another one, which is good. He looks at it and kind of goes, fucking hell. And like, <laughs> he like, oh shit. Oh, he doesn't want to oh. see. He's like, oh no. Uh, he does, he, oh, put it away. Yeah. He, he's really good. Yeah, so he, yeah he says, like, never... is it? Oh, God, it is. Uh, yeah, he says to him, he says, I'm never going to see that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this this brings it out to attention to David and Aaron. She's like, fuck, I need to tell these two what's going on now. Uh, David and Aaron are fuming, obviously. Uh, they're also even more fuming the fact that Paul knew all this. So that that upsets David. Paul shows up and like, is either all right? And David's like, what do you fucking care? He's like, I do fucking care about my grandkids. I know you think I'm a dick, but I do love my grandchildren. So fuck you. Uh, and they're like, right, you need to definitely need well, to go to the police now. David softens with him as well. Did you spot that? Yeah, just that. Yeah, that's just that little bit. That's important for what might come up later. It was only small. It was subtle, but it was good because David's like, yeah, okay, I know, I get it. And it was the first time David's kind of softened slightly with Paul. That's important. And I didn't want you to miss that. <laughs> so they go to the police and like, right, this has happened. Uh, you need to arrest Monica. And then, to be fair to Andy, he's like, I can't just fucking arrest people for because you've said so. I need yeah. some actual proof. So I'm going to look through the CCTV from the, the surrounding buildings. And if she's done something wrong, we'll fucking take care of it. Uh, but yeah. Nothing on the CCTV. They've checked it all. The CCTV is rubbish this week. We'll come on to that a little bit later on as well, but there is no CCTV footage of anything, any crimes happening recently. Uh, yeah, and it proves that Veronica is innocent or, well, not guilty. I mean, you, you, you're innocent until proven guilty, I suppose, in the eyes of the law. Yep. Uh, I like the fact that she hangs around the police station while she gets delivered this news. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, you need to arrest her. And she's like, Done nothing wrong, you fucking knobs. And proper rubs it in on everyone. Uh, fair play to her. I don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, fair play to her indeed. Uh, I, then, want, I want to talk about the jumble sale. Okay. 
fucking jumble sale. Um, I think it's for the Sonya. Is it for the Sonya Foundation? Is that what it's for? Yeah, it's for the the Dead Wife Foundation. So the one thing that they keep saying at this jumble sale, so much so that I had to check this, is that it had a licorice stand. And I thought that was so odd that they kept fucking bringing this up. Like, it was like, JJ, go and get some. He doesn't even like licorice. But Sadie stood with at the licorice. So we got, I'll pretend I like licorice. And then they needed someone to help out. I can't remember who it was. Do you need any volunteers? Yeah, we need some help at the licorice stand. I don't know why. I don't know why this was a big thing at all. So I I was like, is it a thing? Because Australia is a whole other country than ours. It is. Um, it's fucking miles away. They do all sorts of things different. I thought I'll check this out. So I sent a message to my favourite Australian um, and your probably your favourite Australian as well. Uh, that's Marissa Stellatano, um, the OG Summer Highland. I just sent her a message saying, Quick question. On Neighbours this week, they're having a jumble sale and they keep going on about fucking licorice. Is this a thing? And she sent me a message back pr- pretty quickly, to be fair, um, considering the time difference. Uh, it was like three in the morning, her time. Um, so I probably woke her up or something. Um, <laughs> and, she, and she just said, what the fuck? Oh, uh, no, that's mental. So it's not a thing. It's not a thing, okay. She, she confirmed it was not a thing. Um, she does not like licorice. Um, you like licorice? No, I think it's disgusting. Yeah, me neither. Not a fan at all. I also don't like Sambuca. I think that's disgusting. I will be sick if I smell it. Um, but I do, this is not, it's on a similar kind of thing. I do like a root beer, though. Yeah, root beers. Nice. Is that made from licorice? No, but it's got that kind of what? What is it like a sarsaparilla-y kind of thing? Isn't ah, it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I quite like sarsaparilla. Like oh, yeah, they're different, like... but just on that kind of vibe, licorice and sambuca, though. No, thank you. Would that put if there was a girl that you liked? Yeah. And she said to you, "I love licorice." Would that put you off? Because you would have I, to uh, kiss that licorice breath. The, yeah, I, I. I wouldn't want. To, she'd have to carry around a toothbrush or something because I would not want to be. No, I, I'm not. I, I don't like it at all, and it makes your teeth black and everything. No, I will be. I will be passing on that. Sorry to all of you licorice lovers out there. <laughs> what about a smoker? Would you ever date a smoker? I mean, I have done. I don't like it. I did you? I, I didn't know that. Why would you? I won't tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't particularly like it. You know what's worse than the actual... Well, yeah, because I don't like that. But what's worse is that person always having to go out for a cig. Yeah. After everything. Yeah, just going out for a cig. Right. Shut the fucking door there. It's fucking minus three. <laughs> Um, stuff like that. I know it's more though. It's more the other bits that go with it than the actual smoking itself. I would do it if they're really hot, obviously. But um, it is not. It is not a favourite quality of mine. Um, no. But do you think Veronica smokes? She looks like a smoker to me. I think, mate. You know what she looks like? She looks like someone who used to smoke. It took her a long time to quit. She has quit. If you're on the audio, I'm doing the 
quote things. Um, but she still can. She still has one on a night out. She's one of those. Yeah, people. she'll buy some on a night out. She's yeah. probably got a little stash somewhere in her yeah. house and that she, she kept from her husband. Yeah, and she feels the need to say every time she has one, I've quit. I've quit. I just, I just, yeah. Like, she has to, something bad's really happened, like, to justify. Like, I, I, reckon, I reckon the second she found those sexy photos from Nicolette, she's like, I fucking need a cigarette with this. To be fair, I'd probably have a cigarette after seeing those photos, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, so, Veronica, the final thing that she does after rubbing it in is she's in the cafe because she's allowed to. She lives in Erinsborough. Oh, no, she doesn't live in Erinsborough. She's just visiting. We haven't seen the we haven't seen the extended map, unfortunately. We don't yeah, know exactly. We don't know. understand the geography. So she's just knocking around Erinsborough at the moment. She's in the cafe. David's there. And David's like, yeah, pretty sure you kidnapped my kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. somewhere. But um, we can't prove it. So I'm just going to try and tell you to warn, warn, you, warn you off a little bit. And she's like, before you try and warn me off, why don't you have a look at this little handy dossier I've produced for you? Yeah, I just happen to have uh, all the emails and uh, everything in a nice handy f- uh, file of facts. Take this away. I've made copies. You can read that at your leisure. Yeah. And they do, which is so weird. I don't get why they've done this. I'd be like, okay, you're out to, you're out to cause trouble. You've been wronged and you think two wrongs are making a right here. But- you mean- you don't think two wrongs do make, right? No, I don't think they do. What do you think two wrongs do make? Uh, wrong squared. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, they read it. I don't get it. I don't get why they read it. I thought what we were no going to get... was going to come from it. I thought what we were going to get was Nick coming back, them like all sitting around the table with the said folder or whatever it was in front of them, all of them looking at it like, should we read it? No, we shouldn't. Should we read it? No, we shouldn't. Nick comes in and they go, she's give us this. We haven't looked at it, but we are all very pissed off with you. Yeah. Is there anything you want to tell us? Yes. They should have done it like that. Not Mm. looked through a load of dirty messages. I know, especially especially David and Aaron as well. They've got no interest in that kind of stuff. No, and they're <laughs> ones to talk. Jane's still cleaning their sperm off the sink. <laughs> pot and kettle, lads. Yeah, it was probably on the pot and kettle as well, I imagine. Exactly. No, so, <laughs> like, here's the, like, it was the dirty messages and emails were in that folder, right? Yeah. Okay, so... I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here when I say this. To you or to all the knobheads listening, we've all sent those kind of messages, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't get them hurt me like that could be construed as, mm-hmm, I'm just, I'm not agreeing, you're disagreeing. Um, <laughs> you'll have sent them to your wife at some point before she was your wife, probably. So people send these messages in the heat of a moment or something. Like in an argument or whatever, these messages, are, they're in your mind and that's what you send because you're in that mood and it's that time and whatever. Yeah. Okay? It could be like, I don't know, two o'clock and you've just got in from a night out and uh, you want to know who's up and who's not and things like that. Um, if you read those messages back, they're always going to sound fucking terrible. Yeah, in the cold day of light when you're not feeling horny, they're going to sound horrible. Horrible. And again, especially if you're not into female parts. 
You're going to read that and it's going to do nothing for you. It's not about it doing things for them. They're not reading it to go for round two, you psycho. That's not why they're reading it. Oh, well, we we happen to have some erotica here and it features someone we know. <laughs> that makes it even better. They're not doing it for that reason, you sick fuck. No. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have read it. it it's going to look it. bad. It's like in like a football match, if there's a foul um, and it looks bad, but then if you slow it down and replay it over and over again, it always looks worse. That's the thing. If you look in, if you look on these messages, not like at the time, and it's somebody else, and you don't, it's going to look terrible. They shouldn't have looked at him. And fair play to Jane. She went. I didn't read that shit, but we're not. But I am disappointed in you. Yeah, yeah. No good was ever going to come of them two no. reading that. And I'm kind of glad that they're so shocked by it by the end. Aaron's face is a treat. He's just, he looks so shell shocked at what he's read. Trying to read him, it's your own fault. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that they were so shell shocked by that. But yeah, they should not. That was a big invasion of privacy, that. And I hope Nicolette brings them, brings that up next week. And she won't. Uh, she won't. She'll be a different writer. Oh, so. There'll be something else next week. <laughs> so yeah, they are very, very pissed off with Nicolette right What's now. What's the next step for Veronica then? So she's. Maybe like lured the kid away. She's like played with her head a little bit with the hotel trip and the keys. She has now done the photograph distribution service thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's dropped the file on him. Imagine is she playing all her cards. Is she, what else has she got left in? I don't know. Imagine if she put this in effort into just finding her husband in the first place. Well, Sure, that's what she wants. That's what she says she wants. I was like, I want you to find Sasha. She seems pretty clever and manipulative. Surely she could manipulate her way into just finding out where her husband is. Yeah. And also, isn't he the problem? Yeah. Yeah, he was the problem. Like, he's the one who's trying to get off with all these other women. Like, sure, what? Like, why isn't he he on the scrap heap for her? Yeah, why doesn't, yeah, why does she want him back? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. If he's led away that, that easily. And there's no way she was part of a church either. Why not? I don't know. She just doesn't come across. Yeah. It's probably the eyebrows. <laughs> no, I have don't you, believe... Have you emailed this, this actress, by the way? Of course I have. Excellent. Hopefully we'll find <laughs> out the story on those eyebrows in the upcoming weeks. <laughs> I don't dislike the eyebrows, by the way. That is a, this is an eyebrow hate. This is just... she is She's a very eyebrow-heavy actress, I think. It, a lot of what she does is through the eyebrows. Yeah, not leaning into your strengths. Exactly, that's why a lot of your good podcasting work is through your forehead. <laughs> You're so happy with yourself for that joke, aren't you? <laughs> so fucking happy with yourself. I'll improvise this, by the way. <laughs> oh, damn it, I've not got a comeback for you either. Let's talk about some neighbours then. Let's talk about some neighbours then. <laughs> uh, Mel, let's talk about... Ah, that's a comeback for you. Let's talk about some fucking Mel. So... <laughs> I thought this was going to be the last one. No, I have got one small one to finish off with. Okay, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> she that's what you said. Uh, I am happy to talk about Mel. However, I did think it was going to be last. What do you want to talk about, um, Mel? What do you want to say? So the legal troubles are wrapped up nicely this week. Just like that. 
However, I do think that Mel's punishment, dare I say I'm okay with? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I was keen to talk this about it because I'm, I'm not sure if this is proportional to the crime. So I wanted to do a bit of... We've done this before with Mel. We did this when we uh, when we ranked everyone on the tier, which is available on the Patreon for £1 a month. And we had a... We looked at Mel with a, you know, with a, a microscope and went, is, are we fair in our assessment of Mel? Mm. And I'd like to kind of do something similar now with, have Paul and Mel been suitably punished for the crimes they committed? Did they commit crimes at all, could you say? They, Mel did attack Krista, pushed her into a pool, and then left her for dead. Did not seek medical help for her. Tried a little bit and then just ran away. What, those what, crimes in the, in the drug stuff is that was that something else? Oh yeah, the drug stuff as well. Yeah, stuff. yeah. She was. She came over to the country on a false passport, I believe, or she wasn't who she declared she was. I'm dodgy. Yeah, all quite dodgy. Those are all crimes, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. uh, attempted manslaughter. You could possibly put it down as. I mean, it's assault either way. <sighs> Well, there's not been like there's no trial or anything, so I don't, I don't understand. This is me probably being shit again, like the churchy stuff. But like she did all these things, like mm. also, but, but, but she just went to a couple of little meetings off the <laughs> WhatsApp group. There was no like in court meet. Like there was, there doesn't seem to have really been much about any of this stuff. And now you've said it, like, I, I thought maybe... So she gets community service, doesn't she? She gets 300... 300 hours. 300 hours community, community service. But in my mind, when when they said that, I thought, well, at least she's getting something. I thought she was going to get off with fuck all. Like, yeah. literally nothing. It's obviously weren't going to put her in prison. I yeah. think, really, she should be in prison but mm. I don't think they were ever going to put her in prison I don't know so, um, at least, so at least like the community service is something and then Paul got a fine yeah it doesn't an undisclosed fine fine doesn't make sense as a you get a fine if you like do some fly tipping not if you hide like conceal He's- a dead body but he hasn't concealed a dead body. He's no, true. He has, I I think Paul has been dealt with harshly. He has what? not committed any crime. He's given someone money. That's all he's done. That's not a crime to give someone money. No, it's not. That's all. He's give Eden quarter of a million or whatever the fuck it was. Yep. And Eden said he'll do these things, but Eden didn't do those things. But has he conspired to? Do something, yeah. You know, like like the mafia might like get away with like for, like doing stuff like that, dodgy dealing. It's dodgy dealings, isn't it? But I it think he should have got the like community service or something. A fine doesn't make really make sense to me, especially yeah, the, fa- the fine for giving a money. The, like the consequence of giving money away is to give more money away. Yeah, and to someone who's pretty rich anyway, so it's fucking pocket change for him. Yeah, I think I feel like he should have got some community service. 
and then Mel should really have gone gone to prison or something. Yeah. I don't know. They yeah, just, like, they the fact they got quick with yeah. min- minimal disruption um, and then get it done by the, by the looks of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just weird that they've got such different punishments as well. Like, how do you go, like, again, what's the hierarchy? Do you go 300 hours, then fine? Like, what, what's... Again, I don't know what, what means why. Yeah, I don't what know means what. But, but then they still had to go to the same meeting. Like, yeah. Like, at the, no, like, no, like, it was the same case, right? You're both here. We'll do you first, then we'll move on to yours. Yeah, like, they're two separate things. You don't just get them joined yeah, together. So, yeah, it was so rubbish. So rubbish, but it was all there to just sweep that under the car. Yeah, that's they done now. Want, we, we don't want we, to do that storyline anymore. No, which, I'm, can which I'm happy with. to that. I'm I'm happy with that fact that they've drawn a line under this now, and they might make a reference to Mel doing some community service. I've actually got a theory that I'll explain in a minute. Uh, so Mel's like, right, I'm full, I've had enough of all this shit. This is I've had a shit time being Mel recently for the last year or so. I've been on the run. Uh, I nearly died. Toady hates me. Nell hates me, even though she doesn't seem to hate me this week. Last week she said, back off, stay away from us all. And then during week, these episodes, like, she knocks like, on the door at fucking half past seven in the morning. Yeah, she's like, hey, girlfriend. Having a bix Yeah, it's like, hey, girlfriend. And yeah, it makes no sense. They complete. I think the writers forgot what happened. Different writer. <laughs> Telling you. Different writer. Uh, so Mel's like, right, I'm going to put myself back out there. That's what I need to do. I need to put myself. So I'm going to go do some online dating. And she gets a hit straight away. Straight away, she gets a hit from a guy called Bruce. Do you think Bruce is a trip? She's like, oh, it's not a great name, is it? Do you think Bruce is a good name? Uh, I mean, it's a fake name. It's a fake name. But the people- like, nobody's called Bruce, so this is going to be bullshit. There's people in the world called Bruce. Bruce Willis is called Bruce. He is called Bruce Willis, yeah. Uh, is there any other famous Bruce's that Bruce we know Forsyth. of? Bruce Forsyth. Well, Bruce Forsyth. Bruce. Bruce. With us. Um, that's it, I think, isn't it? Famous Bruce's. Steve Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Brewster's Millions. Brewster's, Brewster's the pub chain. I don't know what that is. Wait, wait. It's just a shit pub chain. I think they... I think they do carveries. Or oh, is that Toby Carvery? That's Toby Carvery. And our Brewsters might do carveries as well. Fucking I don't know. hell. <laughs> but that is not the name Bruce, so I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, so she meets him at the, the the cafe thing. Not the one that's not Harold's. The tram. The tram cafe, the one that Carl owns. And he texts her going, oh, flat tire or some bullshit. Going to be a little bit late. And she's like, yeah, don't worry. I'm okay waiting. Just here. Even though the waitress has packed up around me and there's nobody else here and I'm just sat outside and this waitress is clearly waiting to go home. Uh, but yeah, no problem waiting. Uh, she, but she's like, no, she waits enough and goes, I'm not, I've waited till this waitress has basically told me to fuck off. I'm, I'm going to go home. And you're like, oh, poor Mel. Did not see the rest of this coming at all. Right. So. This is going to sound a bit controversial. I thought this was really good until the extra bit. So Mel on her own, like putting herself out there on the date. Okay. Again, the time thing. Sorry for bringing it up. 
I didn't think the date had to be straight away. I feel like it could yeah, have been. It didn't have to do. They didn't have to do could that. They could have done some back and forth chatting. Oh, should we meet up? Oh no, I can't because this. Few excuses to not meet up, but keep the chatting going. And I thought they definitely should have done that. It didn't have to go. Get a hope. Get a hopes up a little bit more. Um, oh, I quite like this guy. He seems to get me. He's this, that, the other. He sent me a picture. Don't he look like a nice lad? Whatever. They should have done that for a little bit. But again, far too quick to do stuff, unfortunately. Um, however, when Mel was waiting at the tram and he doesn't turn up, I felt really bad for Mel. I did. First I felt- time... Since I have watched this fucking program, and I thought, oh, Mel. Yeah, no, that's my overriding thing from this week as well, is that I feel really bad for Mel. She has had a really shit time, and I kind of didn't care before. But I know, like, this poor girl is going through the ringer right now, and it's really shit. But, and here it is, Nabens. They (laughs) fucked it. For me, you think they absolutely fucked it by mellifying everything and making <laughs> it fucking ridiculous. And they didn't have to do it. The little stuff, like the little, like the story of this woman has tried to, she's been through all the shit, blah, blah, blah. We know that. She has put herself out there with this date thing. She got dressed up. There should have been a scene about her buying that dress. Because it turned out there was something with, like, the dress was a was a bit of a thing. You could have mm-hmm. done something with that. She's lo- she looked great in the dress, and I think she did. They should have done something with that. Nell seeing her in the dress, and off you go in that new dress, and here's to the next step and everything that with that. I think they missed the trick not doing a scene of, like, to do with that. Um, and then having her just, like, get stood up, and it was dark, and they were, pa- like you say, the waitress was packing up. And the, she played it so good. I thought it was really, really good. And then it was like she tried to wait. She gave it to the very last second. And then she was heading off. I thought, that's heartbreaking. That is awful. Come on, Mel. I want something good for you. And then Vin Diesel shows up. <laughs> and it's too fast, too furious. And there was no need for it at all. It was, it was fucking mental. It was so left field, so left field. I was not expecting any of this. I would, like, even when I saw the car, I thought, oh, you know, it's just going to be some muse just dicking around in the nighttime, being menacing in a car, and they've picked on a lonely woman in the dark. And I was like, oh, shit, this could get quite bad. And I was, But then the fact that, so the guy's called Slade. Uh, I only know this because it said it on... I watched it with subtitles on. Okay. And it said Slade in brackets. He turns out to be the one who's catfished Mel. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're waiting for Bruce, are you? That's a fucking made-up name, isn't it? Yeah. Starts, like, chasing around in this car, which is really... And then, like, the cliffhanger is, oh, shit, is Mel going to get, like, fucking run over? Mm. She's going to break the other arm now. Like, what is the fucking... And then what they decide to do instead is throw 
shit on her. It looked like actual shit. It was. This was actual. Like I, I don't. I, I was worried that I understood this, and you go, no, it was clearly like porridge or something. Like that was actual shit, right? It was that shit. That was like actual it, shit. It was, it was in a cup. I don't know. I don't know. At first, I thought it was like a beer or something. Oh, it's like because you just saw, Oof, and it was like, yeah. okay, they've thrown a. But then it was no. It looked like actual shit, and I don't know why they. They didn't have to do this. It was, yeah. it was it was well done. They got somebody, I'm pointing at myself, who fucking hates that character with a passion, who has tiered that ca- character into the actual tier entitled The Worst. With only Misha Barton for company. <laughs> that should say something. And I've just come on and said... I really liked it. I thought it was really well done. Missed a couple of tricks, but very well done. And then they fucking ruined it by making it... It didn't have to be that. We didn't have to have it nearly getting run over and throwing shit on and ruined a dress and all. You didn't need to do any... They could have... She, I, I think she should have been catfished. Yeah. I think that could have happened, and you would have felt horrible for that happening to her, and that would have been fine. You didn't need the Fast and the Furious showing up. It was ridiculous. Yeah, to throw actual shit, like, actual shit at her. I don't know if this it was, was actual shit. No, I'm going to assume it was actual shit. Uh, but this Carries is... around what... a cup of shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to text Marissa again really? and see if this is a thing in Australia. <laughs> uh, do you know what? That was nearly me on uh, Monday, actually. So I went for a very long run and got caught. I would not say caught short, but about halfway through this run was like, I really need a fucking shit here. And it was a struggle to get home, shall we say. Uh, It would have gone through the eye of a needle by the time I got home. (laughs) We don't do spoilers, but you probably should have skipped that bit, to be honest. (laughs) Ah, uh, yeah, I got caught. It's part of my uh, marathon training for the marathon I'm doing in April. Just shoehorn that in. Yeah, good. Uh, We're yeah, going to show that on the Patreon, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be doing the whole <laughs> run on Patreon. <laughs> we told you we got bonus content coming. That'll be worth a quest. <laughs> yeah, I'm now doing longer distances, and I have maybe not managed the, the toilet situation quite out yet. Okay. And, yeah, uh, the one thing we've run as well, because you're – constantly kind of moving you're kind of cement mixing it all up well not cement mixing it because it was definitely not solid oh god uh so yeah it nearly went in a cup like i was radically trying to think of fucking solutions about how to fucking get home and not shit myself or if i did have to shit myself how would i do this it was very intense in a cup and Um, throw it on somebody who's been stood up for a day obviously is the answer yeah who you've catfished uh, has a Mac to the rescue, though. They're out having a walk of Trev because Trev has been locked inside, so they go for a late night walk. I liked how that yeah, story, I, right. I liked, I thought that was night walk. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a night walk. I liked that. Uh, but then has a Mac instantly proves themselves fucking useless. So from the car, which they showed from multiple fucking angles and was very well lit, had the fast and furious lighting and shit underneath, it was very obvious that. What was the like? What was the license plate? You're asking me. 
Yeah, asking you, what Adam, what was the Not license? Clue. I was dazzled by I was dazzled by Mel's beauty in that dress. Oh, this is a very rare occasion where I've been observant and you've not been, Adam. Go on. This to me, this was fucking blindingly obvious. Right. The reg number of that car said Erin's bra. Did it? With two A's, yeah. Erin's bra, as in bra. Wow, okay. And like they showed this shot from multiple angles. I was like, well, okay. How to how to tell this guy's a dick straight away? He's got a really obnoxious personal license plate. Yeah. Uh, well, I like that's that's brilliant, and I I'm not wearing a hat today, but I will dip it to you there. Well done, great spotting. However, I think when your car looks like that, you don't even need the not every find the car that's got a lot of fucking lights on it. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, Hazard Mac did essentially scare him off, but yeah, they have been shit there then if they cannot find this car out. Yeah, because they went, oh, did you get the license plate? They went, no, I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't see it either. And I'm like, fucking blind. He's blindly obvious what that license plate was to me. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, again, just say, listen, it'll be out again tomorrow night because you don't buy that car to sit on the fucking drive. Yeah. You buy that car to go and terrorize people every evening with your lights on. Because you really love the Fast and Furious franchise. But then, then, turns out Mel does not want them to pursue this anyway. No, she does not want the police involved. She's had enough dealings with the police recently. Uh, she tells Hans and Mac that, who don't fucking listen to her. No, because Mac's a fucking know-it-all nosy bitch who has to get involved in everyone else's problems when she's got her own. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, I think you should do this. Fuck off. And then when Mel when Mel comes home and she's covered in the shit or whatever, um, and she comes in and she's like, "I'll be all right. I'll just leave me. I'll, I'll, I just need a shower and, and leave me alone." Mac gets some like kitchen towel to try and get the shit out of her hair. That no, is not going to do the job. Not what you use to get shit out of someone's hair, surely. Like, what were you attempting to do with that? She was not helpful at all. She wanted to be left alone. She didn't need rubbing down with some kitchen towel. Fuck off. Yeah, and they're like, she's like, no, just you'll wake everyone up. I.e. Carl, uh, who's clearly not in this scene. And just leave me alone. I just need to be on my own. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And she breaks down. She breaks down on the door crying. And I... It was ridiculous what happened, but I did like it because it was, for me, it was just like, like you were never expecting that to happen in a million fucking years. And I felt like Mel was thinking, like, what the fuck else is going to happen to me? This is the most random fucking stuff that has just happened to me. Why is this happening to me constantly? And yeah, I, can, I, I did arrive to the same conclusion as, as you. Like, I feel really bad for Mel. I, yeah, I did, but then I, for me, and this is, there you go, this is not Mel's, or, yeah, it's not Mel's fault. The writers, I think, did, I, they didn't need to do it. You got, and that's what I've said in the past about Mel. She got, everything was thrown, and I get maybe now why they've done it. They're trying to keep throwing shit at this, this poor woman. But it's literally. just been such, she's, yeah, literally now, yeah, good. <laughs> uh, but, <sighs> They've, it's almost like they've given this character 
five characters worth of storylines and you've got some characters who haven't really had that much to do and then they've given because blatantly Pete I get because a lot of the fans do like her and because a lot of the writers like her they've given her lots of stuff and for me it's it's just it's it's almost like when they're trying to they're trying to force it a bit for me they're trying to force force it round and do so much for this character and for me I thought I thought she was really good in that little bit do stuff like that it doesn't have to be over the top like drugs mule and <laughs> and attempted manslaughter and falling backwards downstairs at a riot at, which she wasn't even a part of and then the fast and the fury like the, and the actual shit you don't need to do that to show someone's having a shit time i don't know i i'm is this just part of what part of who mel is now is she just someone who finds herself in stupid situations maybe i don't know but so but, carry on i was okay with it i was okay with it what is the upshot of this then she's yeah. been through the shit what has she decided she has decided she wants to leave Erinsborough. And I'm glad she's come to this realization because, you know, you look at it in, you know, in the, in the cold day of light, you look at it plainly. Why the fuck is she there? She's like, listen, I don't need you. I, you have to open some milk for me today, Carl. That was all you need to do. I can get myself dressed. I can get, I can wash the shit off myself now. Like, I don't, I don't need to be cared for. I don't need to be across the road from my ex-husband. Well, that's who, I clearly, who I love, and he's clearly not coming back to that's me. That's what wound me up is she'll keep saying, "Oh, I'm in this shit situation." She's chosen to live on Ramsey Street. I know they were tr- they were helping her out and getting her back on her feet, but she didn't have to go there. She she chose to come and live on the same street as Toadie. Maybe she did think he was going to come back, and now she's realised he's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like you, you wouldn't stick around. What have you, what have you got to stick around for? Yeah, like the best thing she can do is to start. Like now she's she's got a community service. She can fucking knuckle down, get through that, and then she can just start moving on with her life, onto the next chapter of her life. So I'm glad she's made that realization. What does this mean then for the character of Mel on this television program of Neighbours? I don't know. I think there's two ways this could go. She could actually leave. Yeah, that is definitely one of the ways. Which is. Entirely feasible, I think. Uh, the second one, though, I think is that somebody will convince her to stay. I don't know if that will be Toadie or not, though. Well, at this stage, I feel like maybe we've been saying this, it's shit I'll get off the pot at this stage, isn't it? Yeah. Like, is what's Toadie doing? It's reached, it's kind of reached. Oh, I thought Therese was a bit of a dick this week, by the way. Oh, yeah, how so? Because she kept going, how'd your date go? <laughs> None of your business. Bruce, is it? None of your business. Why she... <laughs> and she was like, come on, we both want to know. Like, what are you being a dick for? Yeah, Tony's like, no, no, no we don't want to know. No, no, I'm, I'm like, fine, no, If she wants to like, tell let's... us about it, she will tell us about it. You don't, like, need to go and do that. You're not a pal. Like, No. I get why Nell came, she didn't have to come over so early, but I get why she wanted to find out because they'd had a chat about it and she she still loves her yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But Therese, hey, how'd that date go? You got a bit of shit in your hair? <laughs> well, there was no need. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's a fair point. That it's a fair point. She didn't need to do that. I think she's just very kind of marking her territory a little bit. I don't think Mel will go either, but I I don't really I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I feel like they've booked themselves into a little bit of a hole again or a cul-de-sac um, where it doesn't make sense for her to stay. So why would she? Someone's got to give her a reason to stay because at the moment yeah. there isn't one. No, there isn't so, one. So maybe it does have to be Tony. I think he's the only reason she would stay at this point. Possibly so. But is he gonna is he gonna blow up his entire life for this? I don't know. You know what? You know what I I think we might have to do though. We can't do it. But if we were to do a new tier list this week, I would be inclined to say that Mel moves out of the worst tier and into not a good egg. Because she's still not fucking brilliant, but maybe, <laughs> just maybe, mark this in your diary, maybe Mel is not quite the worst. And that's that's progress, isn't it? That is that is real progress. <laughs> uh, speaking of Misha Barton, before by the way, I love the fact that David just threatened Misha Barton on Paul because yeah. Paul was sticking his nose, he was sticking his nose in with the Leo stuff and the Krista stuff, and he's trying to rub shit in. And then David goes, "I'll fucking get Misha Barton. You'll have to fucking <laughs> yeah. out with her again if if you don't fucking knock it off." And he's like, "No, no, 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 yeah, listen, if you don't fucking stop whinging about these storylines, we'll get me your <laughs> yeah. back in. Yes. <laughs> but Mel might be leaving. Somebody has joined the street this week. Oh! Oh! This is the storyline I want to finish with. Because out of fucking nowhere, of course, because they can't give storylines to some of the regular cast members they have. <laughs> <laughs> but let's bring in a brand new guest star. Yeah. Uh, and that person being Chelsea. Chelsea is the sister of Cara. Cara uh, what's that? Cara Murphy. Yeah, I can't remember if she was because she wouldn't be Cara Varga, would she? What? No, that. Chelsea be Murphy. That's her name. Chelsea Murphy, the sister of Cara, shows up completely unannounced in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, when Remy and Cara have a nice little meal, and David and Aaron were fucking getting pissed this week, weren't they? They yeah, they've had a week, bless them. They've had a, re- they've had a very boozy week. Um, yeah, they, they're having a nice little night, sinking the wine bottles. And uh, yet she shows up unannounced. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? It's obvious straight away Remy hates her. Oh, yeah, and, they definitely try the best to show that Remy hates this bitch. Yeah. Well, Remy makes no... She doesn't hide it. Nope. Like, it's, it's like an open secret, I think, that she hates her. The kids know that. Yeah. Because when the kids are like, oh, yeah, mum and Ma are arguing over uh, Auntie Chelsea again. Do you Chelsea think knows as well. Yeah, Chelsea knows, like, yeah, you don't fucking like me. That's a weird dynamic, right? Like, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you don't like, like, your significant other's family members. Do you? <laughs> 
And it's not like sometimes it's not anyone's fault. Some people don't clash. You get, you know, you don't choose those people. They kind of come as an extra. Um, so yeah, you can't get along with everyone. Yeah, but I don't feel like you kind of rub it in each other's faces, though. Like, well, I don't think you do. I don't think it's I... like they're not like you're a dickhead. Nah, I don't like you either. They're like just not particularly friendly. Yeah, I feel like they're too open about this. I don't know. Didn't sit quite right. With I me. think it's better to be a little bit open than, than than like scooting around, going to family gatherings, like turning up for Christmas, even though you clearly don't want to be there, getting pictures taken with them when you clearly <laughs> fucking hate the place and your face says it all. I don't think there's any point in that. Like, just don't see them for a year if you can do it, and then like don't speak to them ever again. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I need to change my um, my outlook on you. That. Have changed but, yeah. your outlook, my friend. You have. <laughs> Uh, and so she's 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 a bit much, shall we say? She's Good a bit much. Yeah. She's quite out there, and she's a bit in your face, telling loud stories. Clearly bullshit. Do you think clearly uh, bullshit? Oh 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 oh! I compl- <laughs> I have got a story for you this week, and I you will think this is bullshit. You will absolutely call. I predict you are going to call bullshit on this story straight away, but I can guarantee you this is a hundred percent true. Bullshit. Do you want to hear this story that I've got for you? Of course I do. So does everyone else? Of course you do. So this evening, uh, rather than podcasting, I turned down an opportunity. This bullshit. evening, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got asked if I would like to wait on or wait a row at a private do for Gerard Butler, the actor. Ah. Bullshit. <laughs> I think someone rang up and said, Ha, oh, where's Gerard Butler from? Hey, I was going to make him Australian then for some reason. I don't know why. Hi, mate. It's Bruce Butler here, yeah, mate. <laughs> exactly. You were going to get bruised. Actually, where is shit thrown at you? <laughs> I think he's not, not that Oh, no, he's Scottish. He's Scottish. Okay, so like, yeah, someone rang yeah. up, put on a Jared Butler voice and went, come and, come and butler my butler. No, so I, the, 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 the place I work is next to some very swanky buildings. You say swanky, I say wanky. Go for it. <laughs> and uh, one of those people that lives in there came down and was just like, hey, you're never going to believe this. But uh, I've got, uh, and he called him Jerry as well. I've got Jerry Butler coming for tea tomorrow night. And I, I was like, I I'm going to get some catering in, but I'd like it if someone could be there to like serve drinks and stuff. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'd love to do that, but I am podcasting. As long as you said the neighborhood we rewatched, the, the, <laughs> the neighbor's podcast that's sometimes about neighbors. Why have we not got Jerry Butler on this fucking show then? <laughs> if you could give Jerry uh, one of my cards. <laughs> so yeah, I turned that turned that down tonight to do this podcast. I think rightly so. You definitely would have been um, embroiled in some sort of cock off by about midnight. <laughs> you would have yeah, won. Those... You would have won, but you would have been won. in a cock off. <laughs> yeah, some you know those swanky buildings as well. There's some there's some stuff that goes down in those swanky buildings. Uh, the uh, I think the general rule is the higher the tower, the sexier the, the party gets. 
Wow, okay. From what I believe. But anyway, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Neighbours. <laughs> Neighbours, of what course. That is a good little story, yeah. Um, uh, Chelsea's turned up. Yeah. He's talking about shagging people on the aeroplane. Yeah. Uh, Mile High clean, Club. Again, I was going to ask you about the Mile High Club. No, not what, a member. Not a member. Never, never even attempted, to be honest. I've, like, who's doing that on an easy jet flight? Come on. That's a good point. That is a good point. I, I, don't, no, like, never... I don't like to have a piss on an easy jet flight. <laughs> Freaks me out a bit going to the toilet on a plane. It's that, it's when you're flushing it, it's that very violent sucking motion. You're like, if you like. Yeah, usually I like going. that, but not in a toilet, toilet on a plane. <laughs> yeah, I'm always worried that I'm getting, you know, something I might not end up missing by the end of it. It's the whole setup for me, though. Like, it's not even just that bit. I don't like, like, squeezing past people. Like, can I just get can I just get past? I'm quite polite and yeah, because it's quite narrow as well. I'm quite British in yeah, that yeah. sense. I don't want to like inconvenience other people. And it's obvious I'm going for a piss or a shit or whatever. And like I just don't like getting up on a plane. I just want to sit in my little seat and hopefully get home in one piece. I don't want to rock the boat, so to speak. Um so the whole experience, like I would not, they, and they're fucking tiny in there as well, aren't they? You are. I'm not doing any of my best moves in a toilet on a plane. What I can do some good moves in is a disabled toilet in an Italian restaurant, though, <laughs> because it's got that bar. In the handle. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. That never happened. It is very accessible, isn't it, indeed? Uh, but, yeah, I've, I've, I've never had the inclination either. I've never, like, just, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this. I've never, like, flown first class or anything. I've never, like, it might be easier in first class or business class or whatever. Yeah, I, I imagine it's a bit nicer. I have, I've, I don't think I've done, ever done business class. I've done a couple of all right flights um, when I was over on the other side of the world. But, yeah, nothing. I, I, no. I, I'll be, I, you know what, I'm going to be even more honest. If someone asked me, I would, but no one ever has. <laughs> so there you go. If you see me on a plane, I'll be the one wearing the red hoodie. Either that or you. Oh, that'll be you. Um, just ask. I'll say you. <laughs> but you have got more chance, more more chance in an Italian restaurant disabled toilets. So if you see me in an <laughs> Italian restaurant, um, just ask me if I want to go to the disabled toilet. Not if I'm with my mum. No, that that no, she no don't. No. And sometimes you need to get that big key as well, don't you? And you have to go up to the bartender and ask for the big key. It's not a fucking hall pass in a fucking school. No, like some of them had those, what is it called, like radar keys? Not so a like, it's not people like you just fucking shagging in the disabled toilet. Ah, like, okay. There's a scheme where you have like a special key to stop people like you shagging in there when there when go. people are try- trying to go to the toilet. Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking so, about? So yeah, Chelsea Murphy's hey, going up. Chelsea Murphy's showing up. Uh, Premier eats her. Everybody eats Yeah, and Kara is different around her. She like says, like, yeah, that's more the thing. wine and everything, and they start getting on it. Everyone's a bit pissed. And she meets up with Aaron and David the next morning, which Remy's a bit like, oh, start, sorry about that bitch last night. And they were like, well, that bitch is with us now having a latte. Um, so they do that. Um, and she kind of drops the bomb on Kara that she's thinking of moving down. Um, she's going to be around for a bit. Her job is 
fragrance maker. Yes. She makes perfumes. Yeah. Which is an interesting business to get into. I don't know how you get into that. Well, you start, like, I didn't do this because, you know, I wasn't, I was never a seven-year-old girl, but you make your own perfume out of water and rose petals, don't you? I imagine that's how it starts and you never quite grow up, which is nice in a way. Um, that's a nice little childish thing. If you can turn it into a job, brilliant. Um, we're, we're trying our best with this, with this podcasting thing, which is us being childish on a podcast. So there you go. Uh, so she does that. I wanted to ask you what your your fragrance would be called if you had a fragrance. Oh, what would my fragrance be called? I'd want it nice and strong, by the way. Okay. I'd, want it, I'd, I'd really want it to sting the nostrils. Proper pungent one. Yeah, very nice. pungent. I'd want like a proper dad old spice kind of smell. Yeah. Uh, what would I sum think I just call you it... up? What would sum you up as a fragrance, though? What would you say? I know what I call it. Go on. JK1. Clever. Because it'd be like, yeah, it's, it'd be a cheap knockoff of CK1. <laughs> That you might sell at a jumble sale licorice stand. <laughs> oh, I call mine licorice. Fuck it. And it just smells like Sambuca and bad decisions. <laughs> but yeah, that's why that'd be called. Uh, so yeah, her job is perfume woman, but she seems to have picked up an extra little assignment. She is maybe she works for those. Uh, those find your family websites, yeah. find out your family history, ancestry.com and the other ones, find your friends. Or I would love it, it if that's all that it was, but I've got a feeling it's fucking not. No, it's why not. Couldn't, why couldn't they just have this person who's new just be related to the, this person, Kara, and like just be with that person? She's a new yeah. person who has join this new family and she's just a part of this family and there might be some drama that ensues because she's a bit more... Why have they had to make her do something else? Go yeah, on. Why is, why is she investigating the Robinson family tree? I don't think we needed it. No, we don't need it. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'd be quite happy for someone to do a Robinson family tree because it can be a bit complicated. Yeah. Uh, when we were doing the uh, the battle thing with, with Coastal, like, trying to fucking keep on track of that was... It was pretty hard, so I'd have been grateful for that then. But what? So to to what end? What is there another kid around somewhere? Is she the kid of Paul Robinson? What? Who's he shagged this time? I know. It's just, <sighs> it just seems unnecessary. Can we not move on with new? We're on a new chapter. Let's meet some new people and some new drama. Why are we going back to the same fucking Robinson? Well. Yeah, it's it's not needed, is it? I I, I audibly I, I groaned when they, I was just like, oh for fuck's sake! Like, yeah. just it was going so well. It was such a good week, and then this is the cliffhanger that we get. It's I don't just... know. So my little question for the like you might not know because you, you know you know more about the the lineage and the history and the the family trees and that a bit more than me. Um, is there any Robinsons that live in America? Yes, one of his daughters. So I think L lives there. Yes, L. You've met L, Robinson. I right? have. He's fucking fab. Um, yeah, I do. I do know L. Robinson. Are there any male Robinsons that live in America? 
don't think so. Okay, that spoils my theory somewhat. I, I could be wrong, though. I okay. could be wrong. I don't, I don't know. I need so, that family tree. So what if the male Robinson is JJ's sperm donor dad? Okay. Okay. Now, okay. Now I'm back in. Now I was reaching. This, this is only. I was reaching because I, I did the same. Oh fuck's sake! And I was like, right, how can I fix this? And that's what I thought. Um, it, it won't happen. I don't think that is right because I, I, <laughs> I couldn't think of any Robinsons that live in America other than L. She's doing great over there, by the way. Uh, so yeah, that's my theory. I don't think that'll happen. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's the only thing I could think of because I did. I wasn't particularly happy about a new Robinson or anything like that. Uh, Chelsea, I think she could be quite fun on the street, mix things up mm-hmm. a little bit. I just hope she doesn't get bogged down with that storyline. I would have pref- liked. I like the idea of her kind of taking JJ under her wing to try and get in with Sadie and maybe yeah, doing something. Bit, yeah. She could have done Give something. With, of- yeah, she could have been a fun auntie for Dex. And then maybe do the, she didn't get on with Remy, but Kara's a bit different. You could have done something with that. And I think that I would have been quite up for that. I'm not overly interested in another Robinson roulette. I'm not really fussed. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens next week. We will. And we'll, uh... Is that the last storyline we want to talk about? Yeah, that was it. That was the cliffhanger. Do you want to talk about week, Hazard so... Mac and the dog? No. Has and Mac have decided they're not going to get together much to um, some people's annoyance, other people's pleasure. Um, I'm not a fan <laughs> of either of them two at the moment. I don't really care. He is, however, going to ring the dog lady next week and we might lose the dog next week. I thought the dog might have gone this week. The dog might go next week. I don't yeah. mean Mel. I mean the dog, Bodie. Yeah, I actually, I think they could do a, just an off-screen thing. You just, like next week, I just goes, yeah, give him back. Uh, yeah, they won't. Uh, I've, lo- I've looked a little bit at the... Oh, the, the, the ne- what's coming next week on Neighbours? Ah, see, see. That well, might there we go. Week. So that is... What is coming up next what, week on Neighbours? I'm not telling you. We'll find out. No, you have to, you have to watch to find out. That is almost... The end of the show, the podcast for this week. We're on about... That is the end, right? We're wrapping this up now, right? So, pretty much done. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed all of that. Give us a shout on the socials and everything. And uh, please listen to our our battle with Coastal News. That's available on both ours and their feeds. It is the best villains. Which Australian soap does it best? Is it Neighbours, obviously? Is it Home and Away? Is it Foot? Um, but you can vote. You can vote for each of them. Um, it'll last a couple of weeks and there's rounds and everything, and we'll see who makes the final. That's quite exciting. Um, check out our Red Bubble shop. There's all kinds of shit on there. You can buy our shit. We would love it. And also, there is the Patreon as well. It is only a pound a month, which is fuck all, let's be honest. Our prices didn't go up, even though everything else did. Jippy, Tesco's, fucking everything. Um, <laughs> so you can get that for a pound a month. Get our tier list on there, our Madam Zolga Awards on there. You get this a day earlier than all the other knobheads, so well done. Just don't go and spoil it. That would be nice, would it? <laughs> um, so there is only one thing left to do, and that is to remind you, JK, our host of sorts, of some a challenge that I posed you last week. Do you remember said challenge? I do. I was hoping you forgot. No, <laughs> I do not forget things that will embarrass you. They are the things I remember. Um, so what I challenged you to do last week was a song. I have, however, however, forgotten. Why? Why did I do that? 
Because uh, Carl wrote a song for Holly as an apology. Yes. So I said right, to you... I'm going to do that next time I'm in trouble. Yeah. I said to you, it would be good if you could sum up the week's Neighbours that we have watched um, in song form. Because you, you are an able musician. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do it, sort of. I am. <laughs> you can do it as well as Carl can. <laughs> I don't think as well as Carl to be honest. We've seen we've seen Fletch play live, and he's he's a good musician. He's he's, he's yeah, he's he's about as good as you. Um, so <laughs> let's have you done it then? Have you got a song? Can you give us a bit of an insight on your your writings this week? Or what? How how did it go? Was it easy? Okay. How did it go? So I have wrote a song. I have been stressing about it all week. Good. That's that because I'm gonna wrote a song. That's why I put, I gave it you so you would it would stress you out all week. Yeah, it has. Uh, it did wake me up at four a.m. this morning because I was just dreaming about it and worried about it. Uh, what are you worried about? I have never. So I'm an able musician, but I've never wrote a song before. I've never even attempted to write Fuck a song. Off. No, I've never wrote a song. Never wrote one before. I very happy just playing songs I know. You've never uh, like. I've never tried to launch a pop career. No, I, I, good. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm shocked and surprised that you've never wrote a song or something like that for to try and woo somebody. No, you think so, but yeah, I've never had to break that out. Like it's always been there. Like if you know, break glass in emergency. If I need to pull out the big guns, I will. But thankfully, my good looks and charm have usually. <laughs> Uh, usually done the trick uh, with al- with alcohol. Uh, I've wrote songs. Have you? Yeah. Do you want? Do well, you want to yeah. play other songs? No, I, I, I dare in notebooks hidden away. Um, but Up there, locked in the the mind palace. Yeah. Uh, they, they weren't for that reason. I don't think I've written one for in the in the idea of wooing. But I I, I have written a few songs. Yeah. Couple okay, I didn't know that. A couple of them I do think are quite good. But then a bit like Dirty Messages, they seem good at the time and everyone wants a bit of this. <laughs> Cold light of day, no. Uh, so, you've got it though. You've done one. I have done one. You, I've you, wrote down the lyrics so I remember them. So is this, are you going to you're gonna perform it? Is this a guitar song? Are you just going to sing it? Is. you just wrote lyrics? Is the music as well? What's the deal? I, it's a guitar song. I did... I did briefly uh decide to see if i could do an electronica song <laughs> and do some beats and samples but i couldn't part of me thought i was going to get some sort of chemical brothers <laughs> uh but yeah i do have a guitar. i might need to rearrange this slightly so i do have a guitar here right we have had trouble guitar. before with you trying to play a guitar on a podcast it doesn't yeah. like, the microphone and everything doesn't quite pick up so what we will do he has got his guitar you can see it if you're watching it um if this doesn't work are you You've record. You're going to record this separately, right? I have already recorded it and played it back, and it does pick up. I have got oh. since had a better microphone. We use a better recording facility. Uh, so, so what's is it got a title? This song? What's this? He's going to play it now. What is it? Uh, so this song is titled "The Games We Play." Oh, okay. Uh, inspired by the book that Veronica either did or didn't leave for Nicolette. Uh, you can tell I'm really nervous now. Okay, this is it. Like this is the real. Is this the real you now? Like you're gonna drop the host of sorts. This is you putting your heart and soul out there a little bit. Eh? This is. This is me putting my heart and soul and like, forehead out there. 
like if this is good, we will make this a regular thing. If this is bad, we will definitely make this a regular thing. <laughs> and we, we we could always release this at some point. You think? People will like this shit. Okay, well, I'm I'm actually fairly proud of what I've done because then I've oh, never God, wrote a song before. Panic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I have done this a couple of... I've practiced this a couple of times before we started. Uh, have you played this to your wife? I have not, no. Ooh. I have been too shy to play it to Peyton. Uh, but I might play it to her tonight, actually, once I've done it. Uh, so, yeah, you're, you're the guinea pig here, Adam. Uh, <laughs> if it works on you, it'll work on Peyton. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the song. My first ever written song. Holy shit. The games we play. A cocktail off lease to strip and off lease to get a cop fucking on the kitchen top. If you've no interest in females, what do you expect when you read a dirty emails? Oh, the games we play. What will the neighbors say? Catfish in a breeze leads to all your sexy pictures getting leaked. So keep that child on a leash because you won't get any help from the police. his dead baby mama If he says those things behind your back Don't invite him in the sack This is Adam, this is the bit you can sing along with Oh, the games we play What will the neighbours say have to rely on has on Mac. You know it's time to take your power back. You know it's time to beat a jaw when you're covered in manure. What will the neighbors say? About the games we play. Also, who's this girl called Chelsea? And why is she researching the Robinson family tree? Guess we'll have to find out next week. You can watch on Amazon Freebie. <laughs> <laughs> I am very proud of you for doing it. <laughs> Thank you. And you like we spoke we spoke about it and we said I will be the first one to tell you it was shit. <laughs> and I will be honest, as I always am, 
He's fucking brilliant. <laughs> He's so good. People will lap that shit up. You think? People are stupid. Yeah, they'll buy anything. <laughs> so good. At least a million times better than I thought it was going to be. At least. Yeah, I came up with a jointly little tune. So and you then I yeah, I struggled with the like like getting like the amount of words and stuff. <laughs> like there was a couple of times I'm just like trying to get the, the rhyming word in, but it was actually it was stressful, but it was kind of fun this week doing that. Uh, I don't, I don't do this every week now though. No, no, I won't I won't <laughs> do that to you. I won't do it every week. What I think maybe once a month we could do. And once it doesn't have to be about the whole month. It could. It's just like you know what. I might just drop it on you whenever I see fit. I, I won't <laughs> want to do that to you every week because you have obviously tried hard with it, and it is really good. You can tell. Um, please put that kind of effort into the rest of the neighborhood rewatch stuff because <laughs> it'll be quite good. This. Um, and I think. No, you know what we'll do. The next song I want you to do is when the results for the Neighbour Awards come out. So that's end of the month. And if we don't win off the back of that fucking song, that it, it is a travesty. <laughs> it's a disgrace. Yes. We haven't mentioned the Neighbour Awards, have we? We completely forgot about that. There Do you know, know why? Because it's not in my notes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to write down my notes, so we completely forgot to mention it. Well, but yes, we go. are in the Neighbour Awards, uh, Best Neighbours podcast. Uh, it's us, neighbours, and leaving Erinsborough. Who? It's super nice to be <laughs> to be <laughs> be nice. It's super nice to be nominated, but even be super nicer to win. Yeah. So vote for us. Vote for your favorite characters on there. Vote for your favorite storylines, your favorite directors, your favorite writers. If you think, oh, I really enjoyed that week's storyline, have a look and see who wrote it because they're probably on that. Yeah. They're probably there to be voted for. If there's a particular storyline you liked, go and vote for it. Uh, and don't forget to vote for us, your favourite Neighbours podcast. Any, did any of those other podcasts write a fucking song? Uh, not that I'm aware of yet, no. Uh, please don't go and listen to them to find out. Just just take it for <laughs> a fact that they didn't, and just listen to this song over and over and over again. You're going to release. You're going to put that out separate, right? Because you, you said you recorded <laughs> it, so you might as well just put it out. Yeah, I'll put. I did. I, I did do two versions of it, so I'll I'll. I'll put one of those out on the Patreon as well. People, there you oh, go. Yeah. That's the extra Patreon shit this week. Yeah, there we go. Because, yeah, I didn't realise how doing it in front of someone would affect my voice as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Uh, super Thanks. effort. I'm not just saying that. It was pretty good. And I have enjoyed this week's podcast as well. Uh, we it's been we don't have to fun. do a big long goodbye. Um, <laughs> do we? No? Uh, shall I play this out again? Yeah, play it out! <laughs> Let's play it out one more time! <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up!